Welcome to Seismic Sound Off, exploring the depth and usefulness of geophysics for the scientific community and the public. I'm your host, Andrew Gary. SEG scholarships encourage the study of geophysics in universities worldwide. In this special episode, we feature two scholarship recipients and the founder of a new scholarship program. I first speak with Manika Prasad. She co-founded the SEG Educational Equity Scholarship to support underrepresented students in their study area or that bring diversity to their attending university. Manika shares what she hopes this scholarship will achieve and why the SEG scholarships matter to the industry's future. Next, I speak with two scholarship recipients, Juliet Namaga and Sharmila Pani. They share how they learned about the SEG scholarships and how it made them better students and geophysicists. They also share what the scholarships allowed them to achieve and one lesson they will take away from their experience. This episode will leave no doubt of the power of the SEG scholarships to benefit the society, geophysics, and individual lives. Since the number of scholarships depends primarily upon the number of sponsors and the amounts they contribute, each donation matters. This episode will provide the reasons and the voices for how your donation could change the science of geophysics and someone's life. To read the complete show notes and to provide your donation, visit seg.org slash podcast or check out the description where you are listening to this episode. First, my conversation with Manika Prasad. So Manika, if you would just kind of briefly provide an overview of the types of student scholarships SEG offers and and maybe the scale of what the giving is to those scholarships. There is a large number of scholarships that SEG offers. There is both topical as well as named scholarships. So there are scholarships that are uh, endowed funds from various names that uh, are there. Plus, there are scholarships for specific programs such as field camp or graduate studies and, and so on. So uh, if I were to count them up, we would finish the hour here. <laughs> <laughs> but there are a number of scholarships and the scale of giving, I think you, if you are initiating something, it's slightly higher and I think 20, 25, 30K or something. I don't know what the current numbers are. Otherwise, it can be anything. I think the sentiment is what counts rather than the amount for, from my perspective. It's, you know, if it's become something that is really widely accepted and the, our profession recognizes there are students that might not have the funds to study or they might end up with large student loans. And also there are students who are really uh, deserving of recognition from a professional society to say they've really accomplished a lot in their research or in their performance that should be acknowledged with the scholarships. Yeah, I like that. It's not only just the the money offered the students that will significantly help them in their education, but it's also the recognition that the society offers. I think that's a wonderful way to look at it as well. And one of the things that, that we're bringing you on today to talk about is a newer scholarship for the SEG, and it's called the SEG Educational Equity Scholarship. Could you tell us a little bit about this new scholarship? Oh, right. This is something that the SEG started, and it's fantastic because there is a lack of diversity in the geosciences. It's really, it's, it is in many STEM fields, but in geosciences, and this has been pointed out since I think the 
70s, maybe even earlier by various articles, journal articles, popular trade articles and so on saying we need the diversity in the field and yet we have failed to accomplish it. What I like about the equity scholarship at SEG is to say we will attempt to take care of part of the financial burden and have students apply to this. So that's sort of my take on, on what SEG is trying to do is to create pathways for uh, students who would be looking to say, well, I don't know if I can afford this study uh, program, they would apply to this scholarship so that we get more people, more different types of people, more diverse body of people graduating from earth sciences. Yeah, it's a wonderful thing that, that SEG is initiating here. And if, if we're flash forwarding to 10 years from now, it's 2032, and you're looking at the recipients and the success of the SEG Educational Equity Scholarship, what would what would success look like? What do you hope this achieves over the next five to 10 years of having this new scholarship? Oh, that's an interesting question. Let's say fast forward, fast forward five years. The equity scholarship is for undergraduate students. Five years from now, they should all they should be finishing be in their first jobs, perhaps at graduate studies. So that we would see them coming entering the, the workforce or the graduate programs. And then ten years from now, I hope that we will see such students in the workforce at every at many levels early career professionals, but early career professionals that have enough mentorship over the course of their uh, this scholarship, where they see pathways to being leaders, to see pathways that they can be role models for others to follow. And they might sort of encourage others to follow in their footsteps. So I'm looking at this as creating a pipeline of a new generation of professional, young, early career professionals. Yeah, the podcast recently featured Mentoring 365, and it's just great to see Mentoring take, you know, just continue to get a front seat, important view on the geosciences in general to reach the goals that a lot of the industry has to make it a more diverse and representative field. And as part of the application, the application for scholarships, the students are asked to describe in part, how SEG might help increase representation. And I was curious from your perspective, what steps SEG could take to increase representation in the geosciences and within the SEG as well? Oh, that's such a loaded question. <laughs> that can get me in trouble at SEG. Then <laughs> I revoke my membership. <laughs> no, but seriously, SEG, every professional society can do a lot. And it's not money. I, I think money is, is a small part of that whole equation. The bigger part is to mentor and, and foster pathways for people to grow, uh, both within the society and within the profession. And I think that is really lacking. So within SEG, I think we should be actively making sure that there is representation on if not every committee, but as far as possible in committees, actively going out to recruit people to say, you are working in this field, 
would you consider being part of the committee, part of the leadership, part of, you know, first learn and be a committee member. At some point, there is the understanding that if you are very involved and if you want like, you should be leading. So, so that understanding doesn't exist, especially for people outside of US, perhaps US and Europe, where most uh, people I speak to perceive this as being you have to be based in the US, based in Europe, maybe to a lesser factor, to be anywhere in the leadership. So that part, I think, uh, needs to change. What can SEG do? Actively recruit, actively keep track of, uh, make, keep metrics of. Uh, one of the successes would be to have a metric on diversity within SEG, within every aspect of SEG. We don't have that metric, right? So if we were to publish it on SEG, one of the SEG websites to say, here's how things are changing within SEG. Here's all the committees. Here's the diversity in every committee. Both in every type of diversity, right? Geographic diversity, gender diversity, profession diversity, location, you know, everything, race-based diversity, everything that we can think of. We should be taking some key factors and putting them out there so that we can measure ourselves and say, oh, shoot, I'm in this committee and look at my committee performance. Maybe I should do something more. So it's really on each one of us, right? Because we belong to committees. The CG is a professional organization. It's run on volunteer basis. So the people running the committees, the people at the board and so on, they are all colleagues, right? So we can, each one of us, do our part to make sure the area where I'm active in has people from much broader, has a much broader reach within which we recruit folks to join. And if someone expresses an interest and a desire to be in a committee, but they're not very well prepared, then we have a program or uh, we take it upon ourselves to mentor them and say, you know, you, you're missing this and this. How about you work alongside me and we'll, we'll go through what it needs. Those are some of the small things that we can do. It's not a major programmatic change, right? It's not a big change uh, that requires a lot of resources that uh, are not available sometimes. So small steps. Yeah, I like that too. Just the the nice reminder to be proactive and that volunteers run a lot of SEG within these committees and, and even committees themselves could maybe get unique and try some new things within their own committee to, to see what works uh, and just kind of have a little bunch of small experiments across all the different committees could be interesting to see. The amount that SEG could offer in these scholarships is highly variable depending on the number of donors each year to the scholarship program. What would you say to a donor considering giving to the SEG student scholarships? Oh, uh, just do it. Come on. Mm. It's not... <laughs> <laughs> so here's the thing. Geophysicists graduating with a degree, you can be sure you will have a job. And if you have a job, you can be sure that you have enough to live on. You're not going from month to month. And so if you take out the equivalent of your latte every morning, you know, 
what today's charges, $5, $10 for the morning uh, local coffee shop. You put that every day, put it aside, just donate it. In other words, if you're employed, it's not big money. And, and so I think, I think part of it is to have this culture of donation. And that is what we might want to foster. Have a culture donating to a program. It doesn't have to be SEGs. It can be any other program, but have a culture of donating. Um, not just when uh, you have tens, hundreds of thousands to donate, but at every step of the way. Once you're, once you're in your profession, you're comfortable five years down the road, that's when you want to start and look at how might you support others. I love that, the a culture of donation. That's, uh, that's a wonderful thing to cultivate in yourself, I think. Uh, and that can look like so many things, whether it's uh, mentoring or, or money or uh, volunteering on a committee. Yeah, I want to end just kind of lastly with a more general question. What principle, teaching, or point of view has helped you succeed in your field? Oh, <laughs> to not be distracted. I think no profession is perfect and no job is perfect. I was in an, an undergraduate. I was the only woman in my, in my class. There were others who were all guys. And I did not know what I knew and I did not know what the others didn't know until my person in charge of the program, my, I consider him my earliest mentor. This professor told me, don't worry about the guys. They will only distract you uh, because you know more than them. And I looked at and that said, for someone to tell me this was amazing. You know, so, so I think that's the part where I'm, passionate about mentoring. I'm passionate about making sure that people know and we tell people whom we can mentor and that they have values and they have strengths and they should build on it. So there will be always distractions or detractors. And what I have found is at the end of the day, I need to take out what is the distraction and what is it that I set out to do and stick with it. You know, they can be things that are happening where you say, oh, I'll join this, I'll do this, I'll do that. But you need to know what exactly you want. And if you want to be, be doing a certain thing, then look at that one, uh, one or multiple things or your goal and check for what takes you to that goal and what is a distraction. Sometimes it's useful, but if you keep that goal in mind, then the distractions are easier to identify. And that, I think, has helped me a lot. It's always a diffuse goal. It's never, you know, okay, I'm going from, it's not like a thousand meter or a marathon. We have an end goal in place in mind. It is sort of a diffuse thing, but at the basics of it, there is something that you really gives you satisfaction, professional satisfaction. Next, my conversation with Juliet Namaga. Well, let's go back a, a few years ago. And what was going on in your life that led you to apply for an SEG scholarship? I was in a state where I, I don't know what to do. 
because after uh, I completed my MSc, I couldn't get a job due to the situation in my country. You know, I'm from Nigeria. I wanted to further. I did not have much money to further my education to do my PhD. I had to pick um, a a teaching job in a private school. Just I was just being paid less than thirty dollars per month. So with that, I could barely do something for myself. I could barely get my form for the PhD program and then and to complete the program. So I had to uh, get some loans from friends and family. You know, I got the form. And then when I got the form, so I remember that I could, because I've been a SEDGE member. I was one of the founding members of SEDGE in my chapter in my school, Tamnanda School University. Because it's the same school that I did my BSc on that graduate program. So we were the founding members of the of SEDGE chapter in the school. So oh, I remember that I can take benefit of this SEDGE scholarship. So I said, okay, let me apply and just believe that I'm going to be awarded a scholarship. Mm-hmm. And uh, on the that day is still very uh, memor- memor- very clear in my brain because it was a memorable day in my life on 30th of uh, May. 2021, I received an email from Serge that I've been awarded the scholarship. I was so excited. How did you find your scholarship impacting how you engaged with SEG from that point forward? You said you were already a founding member, uh, you know, of a, a student chapter. So did it change how you, like, what happened after the scholarship? As a founding member of the scholarship, I was very happy when I got the scholarship because I had we I had more reason to encourage people to join the program because most Nigerian attending students about joining this uh, organization, like Sage and other um, organizations in the school, they see it as maybe wasting of their time that is not necessary. But when I got the scholarship, I had tangible uh, results, tangible things to use and, co- and convince them, you know, tangible evidence to convince the student. I told them, see, this could be you. If I can get it, then you can get it. I'm not just encouraging you to join say so as to get this scholarship because definitely everybody might not be a scholar, but the other programs that in SEGE, that SEGE is organizing, you can benefit from this program. I was also able to go back to the secondary school where I was teaching to encourage them that if I can get this, you can also get it. So don't give up on your education. Be focused. And then many of them are doing well now. In what ways did your SEG scholarship help you? I mean, if at all, you know, in what ways did the SEG scholarship help you maybe be a better student and future geophysicist uh, slash current geophysicist? Because I'm I'm sure you're working now. To be honest with you, with that uh, SEG scholarship, I wouldn't have been a, a student. No, without that such scholarship, I wouldn't have been able to continue this PhD program because I was in a state where I couldn't even afford to pay my tuition. And most importantly, made me a student that I am today. The PhD student that I am today is because I got this such scholarship. And secondly, it has helped me to go for a lot of trainings, a lot of seminars. I was also able to improve my research. There sometimes you 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 are researching on a topic and the, the the article that you might need is something that you have to pay for. And so being a search scholar, I was able to pay for these articles and download them, study them, and then it has they have they have all been of a very good benefit to me. 
you know, this is a lot of positive things and this doesn't necessarily have to be a negative thing, but as you know, you're on the front lines as a student working with students, engaging with students, looking uh, towards your career and what that will look like. What is one way SEG could better support students and future geophysicists in your opinion? I would say, I would use this opportunity to first say thank you to Sage because Sage has been so supportive. It's, a, it's not just me, but most of the students. But another, to answer your question, another way I would like them to, uh, another area I would like them to look into is giving students um, opportunity for internships. I know many Sage members, many of them are in the industry, many of them might also be in the academy. How we like them to, especially those in the industry, to give, to help students to get these internship opportunities in the industry, especially those from my area. You know what I'm talking? I'm talking about mostly about those from my area because I I know what we are facing. What well, sense when you come out, maybe as a master student, you don't even have any place to practice what you have studied. It's it's just like just that academic research you were able to do. You don't have industrial experience. You know, but if Serge will help us to uh, be getting some placements for uh, internship, I know that will be well appreciated by the students. Thank you. I appreciate you sharing that perspective there. And I I really also appreciate how you're speaking about your community and what you're seeing. You know, we, you know, it's so hard being a global organization for SEG to just to be aware of everything going on in these different places. So it's great for you to speak up about what you're seeing there. And, you know, lastly here, what is one lesson you will take away from the rest of your career through this scholarship experience? I would say perseverance. Because like I told you initially, I almost wanted to give up to be sincere until Serge met me. I can even tell you that Serge not just gave me scholarship, they gave me life. So uh, what I picked up from that is perseverance. Don't give up. Just keep looking forward. One day, things will change. So what I picked up from this scholarship, and I'm honestly telling you this, is perseverance. Because I know where I was before such scholarship meeting. It's, it has been of a, of a very huge help to me. Well, I, I feel like you're just showing perseverance and navigating the difficulties of getting to this conversation. So thank you for living that even here. Is there any anything else you would like to share that, that you weren't quite able to say? This is a very great opportunity to, for me to say thanks. Say a very big thank you to Sage. Sage, you have really imparted a lot of students in my community, in my school, a lot of students in Nigeria. They are happy because Sage has impacted them. Both those that got the scholarship or those that have been impacted in many of the search programs said has made us to be able to be academically, uh, consistently doing something that is helping us academically. Most of the programs that they design, online programs, the webinars, the even the student chapter, I know how much SEG is also pumping into my student chapter. A lot of um, program is being organized using those uh, income. So I want to use this opportunity to say thank you so much to Serge. So all the donors, because I know most of these things, uh, these funds are donated by wonderful people. Uh, I know the first uh, scholarship I received, we are donated by a family, I think a husband and a wife. I want to say a special thank you to them. I want to say a special thank you to Sharon. 
they have also been a very powerful donor in Surge. And every other donors, I'm, I'm so grateful on behalf of my uh, student chapter, Nanda School University in Oka, Nigeria, and Amra State, Nigeria. We are very grateful to Surge and we are saying thank you so very much to all the donors. Lastly, my conversation with Sharmila Pani. What was going on in your life that led you to apply for an SDG scholarship? Well, back in India, uh, when I was doing my bachelor's, I wasn't very aware of all the global scholarship opportunities uh, that were provided in this community. And then I moved to the US and as a master's student, and that's where it gets really expensive. So I was looking around like for all sorts of opportunities that can support my master's. Eventually, I uh, joined my research group that is led by Dr. Inchai Jeng. And he was the one who actually introduced me to SCG and its scholarship program. So a huge thank you to him for guiding me through these opportunities. And so I looked into it. I found out that uh, it actually can provide me great exposure, like it can connect me with more people in this field. So I was excited and I just applied it. And uh, I'm so glad I did. Yeah, and you're, and you're currently an SEG scholarship recipient. In, in what ways do you feel the SEG scholarship is helping you be a better student and in turn will be a better geophysicist? Well, it helped me in many ways. Firstly, as I said, it is not very easy to financially support ourselves being in a foreign country. So these kind of scholarships give us more time to focus on our studies and research and our career, basically, for which we actually came here for. Apart from that, I personally got a lot of exposure through student chapter and through attending these conferences. Uh, I felt like I interacted with a lot of people. I, I came to know that, you know, there are a lot of people like me on the same boat. I interacted with experts. I got to know about their journeys, how they started and how where they are at right now. And uh, yeah, these experiences, I can say, like influence my uh, career options, like eventually. Is there anything that you would have not been able to achieve without your SDG scholarships? Apart from the financial assistance, I would say uh, I would have probably not been very active in these extracurricular activities. Uh, I would have not been a part of the student chapter. And uh, being involved in these events, I felt like this has developed my interpersonal skills significantly and it gave me a great confidence. Like these networking sessions provide me with such moral support that, uh, yeah, it inspires me to achieve bigger things in the future. And I feel like, you know, getting a global recognition like this gives a true validation that, you know, I am on the right career path. This is what I want to pursue and people are supporting me. So that's, I think, a good feeling. And of course, if it were not for this scholarship, I wouldn't have been here today talking to you on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's a, a very specific way. Uh, but yeah, that external validation could be so helpful, I know. And it, it's kind of changing pace a little bit. And, and this isn't necessarily a negative question. But I think as a, a student, you're in the middle of it, uh, learning and going through it now. Is there a way, you know, what is one way SEG could better support students and future geophysicists? One thing I personally feel SEG could do more on is... Uh, they can probably work towards creating more opportunities for students outside the U.S. Like I'm aware that SEG provides scholarship 
like offer scholarships uh, outside for students outside the US and it's very hard to reach out to each and every student and college in every part of the world but i would think that like through collaborations with colleges and companies maybe they can offer more foreign internship opportunities more travel grants that way students are will be you know encouraged and inspired uh, to pursue geosciences i think there are a lot of like the hundreds and thousands of girls like me uh, outside us who would really love these opportunities and love to have this exposure so that's one thing and the other thing i would say is uh, maybe they can also target the school children like promote the geosciences because i think it's bit of a lack of awareness about the geosciences in the school level in the grassroots level so that way more students will be excited to um, know that yeah, you know global opportunities are huge for earth sciences so that can maybe encourage them to pursue yeah yeah it makes so so much intuitive sense that children would just love the idea of earth sciences in general i, I mean it's just such a a cool thing to talk about and think about and that you could understand rocks in the earth and that so i think that's a great takeaway there what is one lesson that you're going to take away in the future for the rest of your career through this scholarship experience the biggest lesson for me is that there's nothing wrong in giving it a try right like we can always choose to sit in a room and do our own research there's nothing wrong with it but uh it is so much more fun to just go out and see what's around like you'll be amazed to see how many students are on the same boat and uh how many students are looking for opportunities and participating in these networking sessions and conferences presenting your research work and getting criticized from the experts getting opinions from the experts connecting with these successful scientists applying to all these opportunities these little things can actually keep us more motivated like constantly and make this journey more beautiful like it's all about the process right uh, i feel like if the process is correct then eventually the results have to be inevitable so that's the biggest lesson for me i think that lesson is going to serve you very well is there anything you would like to say that that you haven't had a chance to say i am very grateful to be a student and be a part of this podcast again this is just a start and i feel like there's a lot more coming uh, and i'd love to have more such encounters with scg at various stages of my career You reached the end of Seismic Sound Off. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you want to be the first to know about the next episode, please follow or subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Two of my favorites are Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you have episode ideas, feedback for the show, or want to sponsor a future episode, visit seg.org/podcast and find the box titled Contact Seismic Sound Off. Zach Bridges created original music for this show. This episode was hosted, edited and produced by me, Andrew Gary at Treasurement. The SEG podcast team is Jennifer Cobb, Kathy Gamble and Ali McGinnis. Thank you for listening. This is Seismic Sound Off, signaling off. <laughs>